Hey Bills, lame disclaimer time here. Just reminding you that by making the decision to listen to this, everything that you hear from this point is your own fault. What's going on guys? I'm Kate. And I'm Josh. And this is Pilot Error, the show you listen to because, because you can't, can't be watching, watching TV, TV right, right now. now. Hey. <laughs> Jinx. How you going? Pretty good. Better than you. Yeah, I'm on the floor right now, guys. My back is fucked. You're so old, mate. Yeah, I know. Yeah, catching so up with me. Josh is literally lying on the floor, and I'm like talking to him while looking at him lying on the floor. And we swatched, swatched, swatched. I've been watching too much Jeffrey Star, man. Well, there's those three documentaries out now. You kind of got to. Yeah, yeah. I'm almost through them now. Had a Ooh. bit of time this morning. Anyway, that's going off topic. Yeah, so it's a bit weird. We swapped positions. We swapped intros. Josh's on the floor. It's a strange day. But I'm doing well. Yeah, you look good. You got a new tattoo, mate. Sure did. Another K-pop tattoo. We all knew it was going to happen. Looks pretty swish, though. I really like it. It Like, if you just looked at it, you wouldn't think it was a K-pop tattoo. Another Caneberry special, mate. Yeah, it's really cool. Thanks, Kane. It's like a playing card that's got a little step. It's kind of like a 3D effect sort of thing. It looks cool. Yeah. Ace of ace of hearts. As long as you're happy with it, mate. Love it. So we've got a big day today, guys. Another two for? Two for one. Another two for one. So we're going to be covering a movie and a TV show. Now, the movie's fairly recent, so we'll probably do the TV show first, get it out of the way, so you can stop it whenever you want. To avoid mm. spoilers if you need to. But today we're going to be doing Euphoria, the pilot for Euphoria, and the movie Joker. I'm pumped. You pumped? Yeah. Let's fucking get into it, mate. I want to get off the floor. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Josh. So let's start with Euphoria. So initial thoughts. Uh, very sexual, very sexually charged, I think I said, was one of my, my first impressions. What do you reckon? Well, I don't know if it was, if I would call it sexually charged or like a bit more rapey. Oh. It was kind of like aggressively sexually charged. Yeah. It was pretty intense. Yeah. It wasn't like sex education. No. You know, cause that's all about sexual things, but it wasn't like this. It's gritty. It's gritty. It's real. Mm. It's what the kids are dealing with these days, mate. Apparently, yeah. Would you keep watching it? We're going to that already. Well, I want to know. Yes. You would? It's my kind of show, like as if I wouldn't. Thank God, because I really want to keep watching it when okay, we good. finish recording this. Really? Yeah, it's fucking good. I didn't know um, what your vibe would be because it, it is like a kind of... Uh, I don't want to say teen drama because then it makes it sound like it's fucking the OC or something, which it's not. It's just like a more dark, gritty version of that, I guess. It's kind of like an American version of Skins, but yeah, set yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very Skins vibes, for sure. Like that kind of mixture of comedy and then the next scene, like someone's overdosing, you know. It's like it's like Skins, like that kind of weird vibe. Yeah, it's pretty pretty all over the place. Mm. Yeah, definitely a roller coaster of emotions um, through that pilot. My opening. Yes, I would keep watching it, obviously. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, I really, I did really like it. It was really like quite dark in some parts. Yeah, definitely. But the way that it's like filmed, like cinematography is amazing. Mm, and like the scissors really they cool. made are incredible, which I think is like mainly what the show is. Uh, but also it sort of breaks into like separate things to like break up how tense it is all the time. So it'll be like really tense and then it'll be like, okay, so this is how you do this. Like when she talks about how you've part, like you can pass a drug test mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and it's like really tense. And then it's just like, you know, really quick cuts. Like it's like, you can do this, you can do this, you can do this, but that's not very good. And you can do this pretty good. The only thing I would say is that like, it's like a teen drama that we would watch, but you have to just sort of get past the fact that everybody's vaping the whole time. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we watch skins and everything. Everybody's just like smoking cigarettes, cigarettes yeah. and joints, joints and all stuff. the time. And now everybody's like just vaping mm. constantly. Mm. I don't know. It wasn't off-putting. Do you mean you didn't like that part of it? No, it just made it sort of feel more like it's about actual kids or like it's making a commentary on nowadays, kids nowadays. Yeah, The yeah. bloody kids nowadays always yeah. vaping and they got all their fucking jewels and shit. Mm. Like it was kind of strange <laughs> yeah yeah because i think when when we watched skins we were obviously like that kind of age and we related to that then because we were doing the same stuff as them not but exactly like, the same not stuff exactly as the them, same, but, but like, like you were aware of all those things happening with young people and you knew people who were doing all, yeah. like all of those things they didn't all happen to you like they do in skins yeah for but sure. like you fucking knew people all of that shit happened to but I think if teenagers watched this now they'd feel the same way whereas we're a bit out of touch now with what kids are doing I like like, we're almost so. fucking 30 years old you know <laughs> I, I i like to think so but also like do you think it's too much do you think kids will be like this is sort of patronizing like we don't do this or do you think they'd be like yeah uh, that's pretty standard for now i'm not sure i think young people would enjoy this show it's hard to tell i just worry that it might come across that way maybe but yeah there's initial thoughts guys yeah that was actually quite long yep I got carried away we have a lot of thoughts <laughs> um should we do some imdb then hit me would you like to have a little guess at the rating? I can tell you how many reviews it has if you like. Why not? Oh, it's got quite a lot. Okay. It's got just over 28,000 reviews. Nice. I would say it would have like an 8.4. I reckon like the... What is going on with you at the moment? Did I get it right? Yeah. Yee. I'm pretty sure you've got like the last three <laughs> three or four right. We've got to swap the game Check up. You've got to post. start guessing. Yeah, that's true. That's true. We should sw- we should um mix it up a little bit, hey? Yeah, because I'm getting too good at this game. Yeah. But you got to think, like, it's going to be eight. The overall response is going to be awesome because you got to think about how, like, people responded to skins and stuff when it just started. and People love this shit. Yeah, people love it. And also, like, Zendaya. Yeah. Oh, my God. So, obviously, I'm going to fucking watch it. Oh, my God. I have so many things to say <laughs> about her. So, so yeah. it's going to be drama, obviously. And um, that's it. Is that it? Yeah, just drama. I mean, I guess there's nothing really else you can call it. You can't really put it into many say, other categories. You can't no. say comedy. Like, yeah, there's some really funny moments, but you can't call it a comedy because it's no. not. It's more of a visual drama. Yeah, yeah. Should I read the little description? Hit me. It's very vague. A look at life for a group of high school students as they grapple with issues of drugs, sex, and violence. Very, very, like, just general. I mean, that's what's happening. But basically that could... Like, as you were saying, could describe skins or misfits or anything. Yeah, whatever. I don't know why I put misfits with skins, but it's got the same kind of vibe to me. Yeah, imagine if they had superpowers. Yeah, yeah. Um, all right, so let's have a little bit of a discussion about it then. All right. Is there anything you want to touch on specifically? Or do you want me to gush about Zendaya for five minutes? I do, kind of, yeah. <laughs> I fucking love her so much. I think she's the best. I love her in um, Spider-Man, obviously. 
Well, yeah, she's the best one in Spider-Man. Yeah. She's so beautiful. She's so talented. Like, I actually cannot believe how talented she is. In this, mo- in this movie. It feels like a movie, kind of. It's got a, a visual budget. Mm, they, they definitely spent a lot on this. Like, they had effects, like visual effects and stuff. Yeah, like the rolling hallway and stuff. Yeah. Um, I was actually surprised at how much... Is this... Oh, HBO. That's why. Yeah, HBO. It's an HBO show. That makes so much more sense now. They have the money. They're like, oh, Game of Thrones is over. But apparently, didn't they lose money on Game of Thrones? Well, they would have because the amount that they put into the last season versus how much people liked it would have been pretty terrible. I mean, they lost money this season or whatever. Yeah, I think the most recent season, they, they lost money. you got to think about how much money they would have made otherwise in like merch and shit. Yeah. They make tons of money off GOT. That's true. She's 23. I actually wanted to look this up during the oh, show. Oh, thank God. And I really, I was, like, I was I was sort of weird to be like, how old is she? Because I need to, well, I need to know how I'm supposed to feel about this she woman. She <laughs> looks very young. Like that's the thing. And yeah. obviously in Spider-Man, she plays a teenager. And in this, she plays a teenager as well. Yeah. Um, I think she's supposed to be like 16 or 17 or something in this maybe. They don't actually say what her age is, but. I don't think it's that important. No, but it's one of those shows, you know. All the people, all the kids in this, they're all like in their twenties. Yeah. Like some of those, some of the dudes, they're fucking huge. Yeah. They look ridiculous. They're all like twenty-eight, you know, like they're yeah. our age, and they're playing sixteen-year-olds. You're like, sixteen-year-olds don't look like that. Yeah, exactly. Just these huge, muscly dudes. You're like, come on. So yeah, she's twenty-three. She's so pretty. Oh my god. Even in this, like they try and make her not look good. Yeah, but she's way. gorgeous, man. Yeah. Yeah, they really try and like play her down. But you can't have like an ugly main character or whatever. Well, of course you can't. But yeah, the character's pretty cool. Just like this real... She's got a lot of prob- like mental problems. Yeah. Does that all... Was the point like that it all stemmed from her watching the fucking Twin Towers going down on TV when she was born? No, it was about the, like her how her family reacted. So they weren't like very loving and stuff. Oh, because, so she's like disconnected. Like for her first few years, it was just like she was growing up when they were still getting over that. Mm, okay. That's a really interesting plot point. I wonder if there is actually like... A thing about kids who were born yeah, around that time. Yeah, Where parents were just like grieving so much that the kids really suffered for it. Well, they'd also be very indifferent about a lot of things. Mm. You know, because they never had to go through something like that before. Yeah. I mean, kids growing up now, they they go through like... They've got so much more shit going on than we did when we were kids. Like, Oh, yeah. You know, people, like, generations before us, they went through wars, you know, world wars and shit. Like, that's fucked. And then we had this kind of, like, nice grace period where nothing really was going on when we were a kid. Yeah. And then, you know, all this terrorist stuff started happening and kids were born into that. And now, you know, they have school shootings every couple of months and, like... Yeah, it's fucked up. All this crazy shit. Um, And then why is our generation so indifferent? To what? Life. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> it's like nothing happened, but we're all still just like, oh, for fuck's sake. We're all still fucked in the head. Yeah. Maybe it's just like, because mental illness is like starting to become. Yeah. And people thing. actually well, talking about like, it. Yeah. Those big things happened. Right. But they were also distractions. So people weren't focused on like whether or not they had depression because they're just trying not to die and trying yeah, to eat sure. and like, you know, keep their kids alive or whatever. But now it's like, well, we're going to focus on that because we've got nothing else to focus on. And also all the economies are fucking destroyed. <laughs> so you can't do like the basic human things like buy your own house and like yeah. do all this stuff. But you're still expected to do all of that stuff. And the planet is and dying. The planet's and dying. And we can't reverse it. And w- yeah, we're just 
below the level of being able to actually do something. Well, and this then if is, you do I, do something, there's you turn out like that little that poor little girl who they're just like everyone's just ripping just her to ripping shreds. the shit out of her because Man, she's just like she's actually saying serious? what everyone's thinking about thinking like yeah yeah but, great, great but they say like oh she's got Asperger's so and there's what's so that got many, to do with anything yeah there's so many like right wing medias in America that are just oh, like oh she bullshit, doesn't know man. anything because she's got this mental problem and that's all they focus that's on that's so bullshit not that the world is on fire <laughs> no good on her like I I support yeah fucking her, amen yeah. Like, yeah, she's not very personable, but, like, it's not a very personable topic. No. <laughs> so. I just realised that this episode's going to be, like, super doom and gloom because yeah. <laughs> this show is really depressing and then the Joker, not the Joker, Joker is very depressing as well. Yeah. I find it hard to say Joker without saying the Joker. Well, that's fair. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, so she basically grew up with all these problems. Like, when she was a... This was weird. She goes to the psychiatrist to get diagnosed and they list off all this shit that she could she's have. She's got so many things wrong with so, her when she's like a child. Yeah, like OCD, um, like anxiety. And I'm like, okay, you could see those things in a child. And then they say bipolar. And I'm like, how can you yeah, tell if bipolar, a child has bipolar? Bipolar, but she's too young to tell. Yeah. But why would you even say that then if you can't say definitively? I don't like know. that's a serious diagnosis. You don't want to just be throwing that around without knowing for sure. Yeah. I oh, know, it seemed weird. And just start giving her a tiny kid bipolar medication. Mm. Yeah, so she's on heaps of meds. And then obviously as she grows up, not obviously, but it happens for a lot of people that suffer from mental illness, especially like anxiety and stuff, that they turn to drugs and alcohol. Yeah, so to kind to take of, it away. Yeah. Just for a bit. Yeah. I Actually, at one point I turned to you and I was like triggered because yeah. she was like having a panic attack at school in class when she was a kid. And it just like made me feel really stressed. I'll bet. Yeah, because I, like I've yeah suffered from panic attacks in the past. It was just really real for me, and I'm like, oh, like watching people have panic attacks even in movies and stuff like really triggers me. I'm like, uh. I just don't really understand how she's on all of these medications and she's having panic attacks all the time. She just focuses on her breathing too hard. Yeah, and it's like obviously it's not the right medication for her, or it's causing like the problems. Yeah, she yeah. She just like into like drug interaction issues. <clears throat> that nobody's paid attention to. Yeah, they show her medication at one point, like her mum's portioning it out in one of those box things, and she's taking like six or something. Yeah. Six or eight different types of medication. I'm like, that can't be good. No. But yeah, yeah she's fucked she's a bit on fucked. drugs. Well, the thing is, like, she describes the only time she feels, like, good. Oh, she's my God. She's just chasing a high of actually ODing. I actually like. <laughs> loved that part so much. Yeah, she just explains it was amazing. why yeah. she's in that state, which is, like... I mean, you and I sort of would understand that because, you know, you used to really, really love a Bev. <laughs> because, but it was just because of your anxiety. It's just something to, like, calm it down for yeah, a bit yeah. before, you know, you started sorting yourself out. We're getting real personal in this, in this episode. It's important. I feel like the people that listen to this anyway know, like, shit yeah. about me anyway. But so. even then, like... You know, you can do some positive things with your experience for people, you know? Yeah, definitely. And I don't want to force you into doing that. But, no. like, I think that's the best thing you can do in the situation that you're in where everything's just sort of worked out. So it's good to show people that everything will just work out Mm-mm. if you do the right thing. You things. can do something about it. Yeah. yeah. So we sort of understand that as well. Yeah, but definitely. it's just like you, she's got to push herself to the point where she almost dies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's to get, extreme. like, two seconds of relief. I know. I... I actually felt quite like emotional during that speech because it's basically just um, a shot of her face, isn't yeah. it? And the lighting is, she's at a party. So the lighting is all like, yeah, it changes all the time. Changes all the time. It's like red, blue, um, like white, like different light. Gotta say I've never been to a party with like 
club lights <laughs> yeah <laughs> in my, never been to a house party with club lights in my life but, but it worked really well for the shot and the aesthetic and then yeah. yeah she's just like talking about like getting to that point for two seconds of relief from everything that's going on in her mind yeah so it's like oh my god it's so crazy but so many people were like that yeah that's why so we have so such problem with like drugs and alcohol in the world because people just want to feel normal <laughs> for yeah. two seconds you know it's crazy. I always have that thing with, like, because with my syndrome, <laughs> I'm just tired all the time. Yeah, yeah. And if somebody was like, if you take this drug, you won't be tired. Like, I'm so happy that that didn't happen to me when I was a kid. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because somebody would be like, oh, yeah, you take, like... Amphetamines or something. Yeah, something, and then you can be awake for, like, four mm. hours, mm. and you just feel normal for a bit. Yeah. Like, I'm so happy that that didn't happen to me mm. when I was, like, in high school or something, because I could be you just totally fucked Yeah, you could have fallen into something pretty bad. Yeah. And the area you grew up in as well. Exactly. Just saying. <laughs> yeah. But there's like, that's what's happening to kids now. Yeah, for sure. It's like, I found this thing that makes me feel good for a bit. Mm-hmm. Instead of like, just dealing with it, I guess. I think there's always been a problem, obviously, but I think drug use is quite, it's more normalized now, I feel like. Yeah, definitely. And I don't, I don't particularly think that all drug use is a problem. I think you, they need to draw like a harder line. Yeah. Because you've got everybody who's just like, legalize weed, like weed is not a drug or whatever. Mm. And you're just like, well, that's cool. But like, you're not saying like, <clears throat> weed is not a drug, but like MDMA, that's a fucking drug. Yeah. Like a hundred percent, don't fucking do that. Yeah. So like, without that dividing line. Kids are going to be confused Kids are going to be confused. Yeah. And we had that dividing line forever with like booze. Yeah, yeah. Even though it's like, I mean, medically it's worse for it's you. It's terrible for than, you. Yeah. <laughs> than that. But- we had it for so long and it was like really defined where the line was just like, yep, you can do this and that's mm. like fine. You can go to a shop and spend $30 and definitely fucking kill yourself. Like oh, no yeah. problem, but you can't do this thing that might make you fall asleep. And now <laughs> they've like blurred that line so bad, but we yeah. didn't, we don't have the line after that constructed. Yep. 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 Because everybody's just fighting to like break down that line. For sure. And nobody's being like, please just, Yes, that was like on paper that was wrong. Mm. Like that was dumb. Like we made these they made these old people made these laws to victimize like Mexican people. But now we need that line which is just like weed and harder drugs are different. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so you've got to like But yeah, it's so hard to construct that. that though. So I think like for kids they'd be like, yeah, I'm like everything. Mm. But when you think about the whole like legalization of marijuana there's so much that goes into it like when you start thinking about it, like i'm all for it like that's fine yeah but then you start thinking about laws around driving like what are they going to do about that like at the moment you get prosecuted if you you drive and well, you yeah, get a Australia, positive yeah. a positive thc reading right yeah and depending on who you are and like how fat you are and all that kind of stuff yeah like what are they going to do about that yeah and then yeah you start thinking about like tax and stuff like are they going to put tax on that where's the money going to go from the taxes well they should that's like the best sort of argument for legalizing it is how much tax like america made like yeah fucking, yeah, yeah they make billions yeah, we were just of dollars watching that tax. video before and like it made me think about that and i was like oh that like you could actually use that money for good yeah, and at the moment it just goes to, like, drug dealers so <laughs> yeah. they can, like, yeah. buy TVs and yeah. stuff. Like, it, all that money could just go to schools. Mm, for sure. Or, like, <laughs> infrastructure or anything else. There's just so much to think about. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, we can't even get fucking good internet, mate. So, I mean, where the <laughs> fuck is Australia? <laughs> 
Uh, I actually can can never believe it when you look at like the lists of the world's fastest internet and yeah. we're like fucking almost dead last. Yeah, yeah, with like third world countries basically. Yeah. It's crazy. There's third world countries who have way better internet than us. Yeah, yeah. It's fucked. It was like Zimbabwe or something has better internet the internet than us. It's like yeah. what the fuck. Well, what about like so? Our new video is out now. Go and watch it on YouTube. Mm. Spend a lot of time on it. Yeah, it's really good. I really like it a lot. Oh, that's so nice. I can. It sounds like I'm like full of myself, but I didn't really do a lot. So it was all Josh. I was just in the video trying to be funny. Best part of the video, mate. You always say that. Yeah, because... But I think that's our dynamic in videos. It's like I'm there to like just try and be funny and then you edit it and make me more funny. <laughs> it's not a lot of work to make you more funny, mate. Oh, thanks. But yes, our new video is out, so stop about that go watch it uh and i put it on to upload at like 10 o'clock at night and it wasn't done until 5 30 the next day that's so crazy man so we basically and when you do that you don't have internet yeah, yeah, like, yeah. it just doesn't work yeah so even didn't have internet for like more than a day yeah even <laughs> when we um upload the podcast episodes like we can't stream stuff no you can't do and anything we can't watch stan on netflix while it's uploading like it's ridiculous we can barely watch youtube i know a complaint a first world problem is like oh wow we can't fucking but it's but it's not <laughs> even it's a third world problem apparently so. yeah. <laughs> yeah oh god uh wow we're going really off topic this is real political and shit we're killing it today yes the show get back onto the show so what even was the well, like what happened? So it's just explaining like why she does so many drugs and that she went to rehab and stuff. Yeah, she goes to rehab, basically didn't stay clean, comes back, gets straight back on it. Yeah. Goes to a kid drug dealer. Yeah, it's like a child with yeah. face tattoos. Yeah, it was so that weird. was pretty funny. Yeah, quite I laughed at that. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, I guess you meet some other characters. Like there's another group of girls who are all friends. Yeah, I think they're, they're just like the gossipy ones, but they're friends with her. I think everybody just really likes her. Yeah, it seems. It's weird because she seems like she should be that outcast character, but then she seems really popular. Yeah. It's kind of strange. I feel like making them an outcast makes it a less believable problem to have. Mm, Maybe. Because it's just like, oh, she's on drugs all the time and she gets really fucked up and nobody likes her. Like, that would be a really, like, a relatively unbelievable thing. I remember being in high school. (laughs) But then she barely ever talks to anyone, though. Like well, the yeah. only person you I really see like, her have like meaningful conversations with is that guy. Yeah. Um, I think it's just because she's just like cool and aloof and shit. Yeah, maybe. Okay. And she's always there when they're partying. So they just think that she's like part of it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, she's always just so fucked that sometimes she can't even talk to people anyway. Yeah. And then they just introduce like the other character, like who's going to be a new friend. Yeah. The blonde girl. Jewel. Yeah. She seems cool. I really like her aesthetic, like her outfits and shit. Oh, you would do. Yeah. I don't really know. Weeboo mate. (laughs) Does she? I mean, kind of. Um, she just wears like a lot of cute like skirts and like kind of like a cutesy punk aesthetic, I guess. With a fairy backpack. Pastely, pastely, like pastel goth. There you go. That's that's kind of what she is. But not really that extreme. No, no, she seems really cool. So she's new in town. New in town. New in town. And I don't know. (laughs) She's got some weird kink thing. Yeah, old man kink. Yeah. But we saw her dad, though. Yeah. And that seemed fine. Yeah. Like, the relationship with her dad seemed okay, so I don't... Maybe he's really, like, hands off. Maybe. He did seem a little bit aloof, like... Yeah. She's like, oh, I'm going to this party, and he's like, oh, okay, be safe, bye. Yeah. Maybe he's just like, I'm a single dad, and I don't know how to deal with women's issues. Oh, so she she doesn't have her... Oh, they're divorced, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. They did explain that. But she just says, like... 
if a dad gets full custody, you know something fucked happened. Yeah, right, right. I yeah. guess we'll learn more about that later. But since he's not much of a, like, father figure, mm-hmm. that's why she's all about it. Yeah, so she basically gets on, like, Tinder or some dating thing, finds a guy. What was his name? Dom Daddy or something. Yeah, Dominant Daddy or something. like that. Oh. And, like, meets him in a hotel room. This is actually, like, probably the pivotal, like, part of the episode, right? It was pretty fucked. But, but like, like that whole storyline like, sort of... is kind of going to keep going. Yeah. It was fucked, but also, like, was it acceptably fucked? <laughs> I mean, they're actually children, so not at all, but... She said she was 22, but... Yeah. I don't know how old she's supposed to be. She's obviously underage, and this married dude is just, like, meeting this underage girl in a hotel room. Yeah. It's a bit fucked. And then I'm like, did she even, like, want that or enjoy that? Like, it seemed weird. There was a lot of, like, questionable moments where you're like, I don't really know what the character is thinking and feeling right now. (laughs) Maybe because we just don't know them well enough yet. I don't know. Yeah, I assume it'll open up. Yeah, there's a lot of times when you sort of question their motives. Yeah, like, why was she do? Why did she do that? I don't understand why she went there. Yeah, she didn't seem happy at any point. No, it was, it was very strange. It's almost like maybe she just likes to feel bad. You know how some people... Oh, that's true, yeah. They just kind of want to be, like, demeaned. Maybe that's what she likes. I don't know. Well, the old man too pump chump would have done it for her, I reckon. Oh, God. Yeah, you were like, was that it? <laughs> <laughs> he just, like, yeah, just in and out and you... in in I don't know. How yeah. long was it? Like, 15 seconds? Yeah, it was pretty bad. Like, is that it? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, yeah, man. He's like a, a horny old married man, like fucking a teenager. He's going to come quickly because he's gross. Yeah. I mean, it's effective. Make sure she doesn't get any any positives out of it. Yeah. Of fucking hell. Don't understand that. Uh, but coming off the back of that, it's still a good show. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like really full on when you explain it. But yeah, it is pretty full on. Like, But I think it... it does well at explaining things that kids have to go through now. Like the whole porn thing. That was explained really well. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I don't know any of the characters' names. Is well, there's name, this like, guy Mandy or something? I don't know. There's this guy and his girlfriend and they're going to have sex for the first time and he just like jumps her and starts choking her and shit. Yeah. And she's just like, whoa, what the fuck? That's what he sees in yeah. porn. He's like, oh, I thought that's what you wanted. Like, I yeah. thought that's what women liked. And it's like, hmm, I think that is an issue now though. I bet it would be. Because people get so, like, accustomed to seeing that kind of violence in sex that they think it's normal. Like, not that it's it can't be a normal part of a, a sexual relationship, but it has to be very consensual and you have to talk about it beforehand and be like, this is what I want to do. Like, are you okay with that kind of thing? But in porn, they don't make it look like that. They're just, like, straight for the fucking throat. Like, yeah. make everything really violent. Just fish-hooking people and, like... Yeah, I feel like we sound like old people talking about this shit, but I think it it definitely does have an impact. (laughs) It definitely does have um, an impact on young people, I think, watching so much porn. I bet it would. Yeah. And then I feel like you don't really get taught properly at school about sex. and. Well, I mean, you never have. Yeah. uh, I feel like it would just be so difficult to navigate. Like, I think, like, it'll be fine... Because people, like, in your or my generation, as long as they're not f- fucked in the head, basically, they'll start becoming, like, teachers and they'll be able to, like, do it properly in a properly open way. Yeah, yeah. I know what you're saying. But then that's going to be counteracted by kids watching porn and just being like, show me your tits, miss. Yeah. <laughs> to these poor, like, you know, late 20s, early 30s women who are just trying to... What was that show we watched that was that had that character? That was doing like a sex ed class and everyone was just clowning on her. I don't remember. Oh. 
I'm trying to remember like what my sex ed was like at school. I think in Australia, when I moved to Australia, when I was in year nine, I'm pretty sure I had sex ed at when I was in year nine. But then after year nine, you don't really get anything. I think they kind of give it to you like seven, eight, nine when you're around that age. Well, yeah, because you still do like health and shit. Mm. Yeah, you do health and then they do you like... forced classes, yeah. But I don't feel like it was like super informative, you know? Why would it be? Yeah. Like it'd be like, here's how you do reverse cowgirl. Like it's a fucking <laughs> sex ed class. I remember ours like, this is how they taught at our school about STDs. So the school obviously had a lot of money. So they had one latex glove. Yep. And they give one latex glove to like a random person in the class. And then they'd be like, all right, everybody just shake hands. And then they just make everybody shake hands. And then they're like, everybody's got an STD except for the person who wore the glove. And then they're like, and that's how condoms work. And I was like, is it? Maybe during an orgy, but not fucking. (laughs) You're not going to use the same. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. And he didn't use the same condom to have sex with multiple women. He'd definitely have like a fucking. There'd be something going on there. Yeah. 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 I found out the other day. Like, condoms are really good at protecting against STIs and stuff. Yeah. But not pregnancy. <laughs> I, I thought it was like 80-something percent. You have to put into perspective, like, people who lie. Yeah. Because, like, like, come on. Like, you've seen people, like, hold condoms out of, like... Have you seen the video of the guy who holds a condom out the car window? And it, like, well, the car's driving and it inflates, like, longer than the car. Jesus. Yeah, really? They're made of, like, proper latex, mate. Like, people are like, oh, our condom's broke. And you're like, you can't break it. Like, <laughs> unless you've, like, cut it or something. Like, it's really supposed to be very impossible to break it. Apparently, you wear one as pants. <laughs> like, so there's not that. I think it's just, like. I don't like, want to get too personal here. But... It's just, like, improper use. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Improper use. And then people who are, like. I think take yeah. it off halfway and then yeah. they just pretend. Yeah, like the the average. Oh, that's that's fucked. Let's yeah, not that's get into fucked. That. And shit like that is probably why yeah. the percentage is there. The percentage, I think, like average for just general use is like eighty something. Yeah. But then, like proper use, is not even like it's like ninety one or ninety two or something. Yeah. It's um, never which is be 100%. okay. Like that's okay. But I think people just yeah use them so improperly that it just fucks the the percentage. And um, you like you got to take into like a lot of a lot of things into account for those percentages. Yeah, yeah. They're just letting all that shit in. This definitely needs an explicit rating. Uh, we've already got one, mate. It's yeah, automatically generated. All, all, of our, <laughs> all of our episodes are explicit because we swear so much. But this is the most we've ever talked about sex on a podcast. Well, it's a show about it, so what are you going to do? That's true. But people need to have open conversations. Yeah. So that you, so the kids can learn. No doubt. What are they supposed to fucking do? No doubt. Right back to the show, I guess. We were still sort of talking about the show. Yeah, I guess. You see a lot of dicks in this show. Dicks. Like, there's a lot of dicks. Yeah, there's a lot of nudity. Yeah. Um, this is definitely... It's an 18 show, right? I Surely. assume. Surely. You basically see people, like, penetrating. Not, you know. <laughs> you but don't basically. See, you don't see full, this is not... It's always sunny. You don't see full penetration. No. But, but there's a lot of, close. like... People looking at Boobs, dick, dick pics dicks. on their phones yeah. and like, yeah, getting naked and shit. I'm not mad about it, but like, <laughs> it's just like, it was no, it was a noticeable amount. Yeah. And I mean, for a, how long was this episode? Like probably 50 minutes. How many sex scenes were there? Like five. Yeah. It's a lot. I'm kind of excited to see like what happens with the whole like friendship slash relationship with the new girl. What's her name again? You said it. Something. I already forgot. I said it before and now I've forgotten what it was. It was something to... Jewel? Jewel, yeah. That's what... I was like, oh, it's something to do with, like, 
kids smoking. <laughs> there was something about like um, there was like a cartoon about like a female rock star or something, and her name was Jewel. Oh, okay. And she sort of looks like this sort of same aesthetic thing. So I was like, oh, oh. That, I'll remember that until I forgot it. Interesting. Five seconds ago. <laughs> yeah. So Zendaya and Jewel um, at the end basically become friends because. Yeah, this but that girl was real shows her. Weird. I don't know how to explain like what happened. Like she goes to a party and then she thinks the guy's gonna either beat her up or like abuse her. So she like. Well, yeah, he said if no one knows this girl, I'm gonna fuck her up. Yeah, and then she pulls the knife on him, and I was just like, "Fuck yeah, yeah bitch! <laughs> <laughs> fuck that shit! The that dude is like, huge." We're like punch him, punch him, and yeah. then she pulls out her knife. We're like, "Fuck yeah, queen!" Yeah. I thought she was just gonna grab a bottle of vodka and smash it over his head. That would have been good too. Because it's just like leave her alone. Yeah. <laughs> Like, even if she's crashed this party, she's a tiny girl. Yeah. And you're a fucking giant. Fucking know. That guy's a fucking weirdo. Yeah. Probably on, like, roids or something. Yeah. Okay. Uh, that just reminded me. What was with all the shirtless dudes all the time? Did that it's... weird you out? Because there's just a group of... Like, before the party happens, the guys are all hanging out, having, like, pre-drinks or whatever and, like, chatting. Yeah. They're all fucking topless. I think that... What's that about? Of, I think there's a lot of stuff where that just like there's a lot of times when dudes just do that now really i think it's just a thing but also they're all like football players but there was one guy who wasn't even fit yeah he was like not fat but he like wasn't you know he didn't have abs like most of the guys had abs and shit yeah but i think they're all supposed to be football players so they're used to seeing each other like fully nude anyway is that a thing like that just seems so strange to me it was like 10 dudes hanging out shirtless in a basement and i was like what is happening I think it's a thing that happens. And they're like talking about chicks and like watching fucking porn videos and well, shit. Well, they're watching like this guy's girlfriend's leaked nudes and I don't know why I keep saying girlfriend because I don't think that, I don't think well, it's boyfriend like dating girlfriend. or whatever. Yeah, I guess. Because they hung out together the whole time at the party. But I think it was just like, that was the first time they'd ever hooked up. I don't think they're properly dating or anything. Sorry. Sorry for my old man inadequacies about <laughs> No, <labels>. but <laughs> you keep saying girlfriend. I'm like, I'm pretty sure... Well, they weren't going after anybody else. Yes, yeah, so there's a lot of, like, slut-shaming and shit in this and, like... What about the poor, like, overweight girl? How she just gets, like, pressured into... Oh, yeah. Doing shit with what that guy in from? front of, like, the other... In front of, like, two children. Two children twins. How old yeah. are they supposed to be? Like, fucking 13? I don't know. It's so weird. They do everything in sync. Yeah, it was Did you notice weird. that? Yeah, but They're, like, hitting like jewels, in, in, jewels in sync and stuff. I was like, what the fuck? I'm going to find out what this other, this girl is in. Did you recognize her? Sort like the of, but she also. Overweight girl. She's like a fucking size 12. It's yeah. Like, great. I, I sort of did, but she also looks a lot like a lot of people. Oh, it's Barbie Ferreira. Uh, she's a fucking uh, model. Is she? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why I know her. She's like a plus size model. Oh, there you go. And um, I used to follow her on Instagram, actually. And now she's an actress. Go, yeah. Queen. No, fucking sick, man. That's pretty cool that she's gotten into movies and shit. I didn't even notice that she wasn't like an act actor. Yeah. <laughs> she was the most likable character in the show, I think. Yeah, but it was just like so sad, you know, like they're all like pretty much just like, they were being very like quite abusive to her and like... Well, everybody was. Like her friends and shit were like sort of the same. Yeah, yeah. They were all just like these skinny, like mean girls. And then she's just like the overweight one in the group. Yeah. And then she gets into a situation where like this fucking ugly dude is just like, if I pull my dick out, would you suck it? He's not that ugly. <laughs> he was a bit ugly. For the show, he was ugly. Yeah, for the show. Yeah. 
Well, this is an ugly man. It's like, no, that's not an ugly man. That's just an average looking dude. It's an average dude, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I didn't like it when one of the twins was like, oh, you know what they say about fat girls? Like, they give the best head and stuff. I'm like, oh. And then you see her, like, her facial expression. She's, like, really sad. But then she just kind of, like, smiles to, like, kind of deflect it. And yeah. I was like, oh. Yeah, it's one of those, like. Baby, no. <laughs> yeah, you don't need to get your virginity out of the way. That's not what it's about. Yeah, and all of her friends are so happy that she, like, lost her virginity to some, some fucking dickhead. Yeah, but then... That pressured her of, into it. But then one of her friends had sex with a guy in a pool in front of everybody and they were all videoing it just to get back at him. Yeah, so that's another thing. Like, this guy, the guy that almost fucking beat up Joel. Yeah. He uh, does it because he's mad, because his yeah. ex is sleeping with some dude in, the, in pool the pool at the party in front of everyone. Yeah. We have to talk about that, the whole plot point now. What whole plot point? So, you know, Dominant Daddy? Yeah, how that, it's... That Jewel goes and yeah. sleeps at the hotel? Yeah. He's the son. Well, not no, Dominant he's Daddy. He's the dad. Uh, dominant um, Daddy is yeah. the dad of the guy who hosted the party. Yeah. Who, at like, somebody else's her. house who nearly, like, yeah, abused Jewel. Mm-hmm. I don't think we explained that very well, but... The guy who yells at her, the guy she slept with is his dad. Mm, that's, like, the big re- reveal near the end of the episode. Because he yeah. walks into his house and there's a picture on the wall of, like, their family. and I did like how they didn't try to, like, make it complicated. It's like they've got a photo of the family and it's the exact same photo that's on his phone background. Ah, true. Like, they're like, no, this is, like, <laughs> no questions. <laughs> Gotta make it simple. Yeah. I think that's pretty much the whole plot. Like, did we miss anything out of the plot? I guess you got the alcohol- alcoholic mother with the two daughters that Yeah, she's but that was just with. sort of, like... A bit of an offshoot thing. Yeah. Maybe it'll become important later. Oh, uh, you've got Zendaya's sister. Like, she's got a little sister that really looks up to her and she's found her. She's found her when she OD'd, yeah, and had found to Found her when she OD'd. Yeah. So that's a whole thing. Not a lot happened, but a lot happened. I don't know if that there makes sense. There was a lot of establishment. Yeah, yeah. Like, it was done a lot really of well. Like, it was an establishing episode. Like, we always talk about how a lot of pilots are just like, here are their characters. Yeah, and yeah. And here is the start of the story. Yeah. But they did that. They did all of that. But they didn't have to be, like, overt about any of it. Like, mm. it all was really obvious, but they didn't have to do the classic thing where they say everything out loud. Yeah. And also, the episode stands on its own. Like, it was interesting. For sure. Like I said, it, f- it kind of felt like a movie. Yeah. It was really well done. I really enjoyed it. And I think... This even... is how you do a pilot. <laughs> even though you didn't really get to see a lot of some characters, they still managed to dig into them even though they were on screen for a few minutes like you really got a sense of who these people were in a short amount of time which is so hard to do they did really well like for example you know um barbie fiera like that character you don't really see a lot of her but you really get a sense of who she is in the few like she's even like background in most of her scenes yeah but you really, like, connect with her straight well, away. she's in, like, three, four scenes. Yeah, but both of us formed a connection with her straight away. We're like, yeah, we, we fucking love her. She's a sick character. Yeah. And she's not even one of the main characters. Like, she's background. I feel like all the characters would be good characters, though. Like, it's one of those shows where, like, the background-y characters... Well, they're not, there's not really background... There's background, like, bodies. But there's only, like, primary characters and secondary characters. Yeah. Nobody's going to have, like, nothing. For sure. Um, that's what you need for a show like this. Like, if yeah. you put a person in the show, make them in the show. Yeah. Like with skins, you know, you've got all the different personalities and they'll have their own shit going on. 
I like it when there's a lot of different characters. And this this shows that, you know. It's yeah. very lots of variety. I think that we should move on to ratings. Yeah. We're okay. At like the 40 minute Oh mark. my god. Right. Sorry, I'm just getting really carried away talking about the show cuz I really like it. Well, can we watch it once we're done recording? Of course. It's Fuck really cool. Yes. <laughs> All right, we'll go through this quickly. All right, let's start with characters. Let's give them a nine. Yeah, I agree. Nine out of ten. Solid as. As I said, you get a real sense of the characters, even in the pilot. Want to know more about them. There's a bit of mystery, which is nice, with pasts and that. I want to know more about um, Jewel, for sure. Like, she seems very, very complex. So that'd be really cool. Yeah, nine. Plot. Okay, well, I don't really think this is a plot-based show, per se. But, but you know, it does you, what it needs to do, though. Yeah, you've got some interesting things going on with the whole, like, relationship with Jewel and that, that guy's dad and, you know, what's going on with Zendaya and her sister and her family. Like, there's a, there's a lot to dig into, but it's definitely more character-based. The plot written out is not really anything because it's just born, grows up, goes yeah. to rehab, comes out, goes to a party. Yeah. But, yeah, it's more about everything else that's happening. Mm-hmm. For sure. So the plot is, it's not nothing at all. It like makes sense within the realm of this actual show. Yeah. But like, yeah, it's not a primary thing, but I'll give it like a seven. A seven? Because it doesn't have to do much. Well, it's only a pilot. Yeah. I'm going to go, I'll go eight, I think. Because I just, I like anything in this kind of realm, this concept. And I thought it was cool. Well, yeah, you're a big Skins fan. Oh, I fucking love Skins so much. I'm so excited that we have this show now. Yeah. Like, I'm so excited. Like, I... We're going to watch it all too fast. Though. I don't even think you understand how much I love Skins. It's literally one of my favorite shows of all time. <laughs> and this really gives me those vibes. And the American Skins was shit. So this is, like, yeah. the real version of the American Skins. Yeah, but I didn't like, like, most of it. Fucking... Was it Effie? Is that a... She's, no, name's... she's in the British Yeah, but, skins. like, what's, an, what's his name's sister? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I hated her. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> I loved I loved Effie so much. Nah. Loved her. Uh, cinematography, look of it. Oh, 10 out of 10. Yeah, I thought that was actually amazing. They obviously put a lot of money into it. Yeah. You've um, got to make it look right. Mm. That's the thing. If you do something interesting and you make it fun to watch, you can let go of like a lot of weird stuff. Mm. Like there wasn't actually any like blaring problems with it but the fact that it wasn't just mid shot mid shot mid shot mid shot yeah, of people yeah, yeah. talking it was like actually properly interesting i really liked it so i would give it a 10 yeah it really added to the emotion of it yeah like i felt a lot like as we were saying before the scene of her just in a monologue talking about like why she does drugs just the shot of her face with the different lighting like that was genius yeah i loved that and then the special effects with her being on drugs, like, you know, when she's in the tent with the, the glitter makeup, like the glitter running down her face yeah. and the spinning room, like walking on the ceiling, just really cool effects in there. Yeah. Like like stuff that's in there because it's in there. Yeah. Not because it's like required yeah. to prove a point or whatever. Yeah. It wasn't over the top. Like it was just like perfect. I, I thought it was sick. Yeah. It was amazing. I think I'll give it a 10 or 10 as well. Like HBO, man. Yes. Like HBO, mwah. <laughs> they know how to make television yeah. look good. They, they really do. Yeah, it looks It fantastic. looks like a fucking movie. It's great. Every episode is like a, a new movie. Like, Yeah, but even like simple stuff, like when they're in the car. So the girls are driving in the car and it like 
the round all shot. The way around mm-hmm, the car like mm-hmm, a few times mm-hmm. and you're just like, you don't need mm-hmm. that at all. But it just adds that like extra pizzazz to make it look more expensive. Yeah. And just keeps your attention. Yeah. It's, it looks great. Yeah. Yeah. Even like a lot of use of smoke as well because everyone's smoking jewels all the time. Yeah. But it seems purposeful, like what they're doing with the smoke. Yeah. Like they're being directed to like blow the smoke in a certain way or in a certain direction. Like everything seems like it has a reason. Nothing is just like for nothing. Yeah. yeah. It's really well done. I feel like I'm really raving about this fucking show. Well, you should because it's awesome. <laughs> so let's do overall. Overall, what would you give it? <sighs> I'm like tossing. Are you going to give it a 10? <laughs> no, no, I'm not going to give it a 10. I feel like I could never give anything a 10. Yeah. I think that's just ridiculous. But I'm like, oh, do I give it a nine or a nine and a half? So maybe I'll go 9.25. Oh, Jesus. You and your decimal. <laughs> I'm a scientist, mate. Yeah, fair. At least, I'm not, at least I'm not going analytical balance like to, to fucking three decimal places. Yeah, that's true. Just do your regular significant figures. Mm-hmm. The old sig figs. Top, top pan balance. Top pan balance sig figs, yeah. yeah. Uh, Everyone's like, what the fuck are they talking about? <laughs> Actually not, because most of the people who listen to this are scientists as well. There you go. <laughs> uh, I'll give it a nine. Yeah, sweet. Just a nice flat nine. Yeah, yeah. I actually wanted to keep watching it like the second one I'm stopped. so excited that you love it because with these things, I never really know just because it is very like teen drama based, but I know that there's a lot more interest there for you. There's with, a big with other difference things. between like this. Yeah. And like, I don't want to go to your prime example that you love, but PLL. PLL. Like well, this is completely different to that. Like, yeah, hundred exactly. percent. So you will say the words teen drama as like a umbrella term, mm. but it does include both of these shows. Yeah, yeah. So you can't really. They're super different. Yeah, you can't really say. That. And I love Skins as well. Yeah. I just did not like Effie, <laughs> and the the US Skins was terrible. Mm, mm. And I like I loved Misfits and all that like. And they're all the same, mm. but they all fall under that umbrella term, but they're not the same show at all. Oh, I'm wondering if this was a British show. Oh, it would probably be a 10. <laughs> no kidding, though. Okay, British shows are always better than American shows. Well, it wouldn't saying. have Zendaya in it. Mm, so how could, about you calm down? They could bring her over. As Just like bring a, her over? Yeah, I reckon. I think it works the way it is. No, Zendaya is great. Like, you could not have anyone else in this role like it's amazing written for her i love how these actors are doing tv like these sick actors i mean obviously they're, they're doing they're doing tv for hbo mate. yeah they probably be you know she's probably getting paid like fucking 200k an episode or some bullshit yeah and then if it goes better then more mm. like if the dudes who do big bang theory can make a million dollars an episode fuck those guys man zendaya I, can get some money i do not give a shit about that that's not even, <laughs> we shouldn't even say those words on our podcast. Like bleep that shit out. Yeah. <laughs> this guy's scientists hate Big Bang Theory. Are you fucking surprised? Mate, so no scientist I know likes Big Bang Theory. <laughs> no, fuck that shit. It, the, a better way to do it would be to just to get a, a, any text, any science textbook and just have like a laugh track on your phone. <laughs> and then whenever you read like. <laughs> oh my God, I love that. <laughs> you read a sentence in your textbook and then press the laugh track button. Jesus Christ. That's how you make Big Bang the, Theory. The only person at my work that likes Big Bang Theory is an accountant. So that explains There everything. you go. Because that's what they do. That's all they do. They're just like, here's a thing that's true. And then laugh track. And yeah. you're like, Pretend yeah. you know about science. Yeah, exactly. It's like, we put the laugh track in here because like, it just in case you don't get it. <laughs> you're like, what the fuck is this? I'm going to have to go get a little top up, I think, before we talk about Joker. Should we take a little break? Sure. 
Hey guys, word from our sponsor this week is from us. We've just released a new video on YouTube. We've probably already spoken about it. We'll just reiterate a little bit. We finally answered the question, is YouTube getting too sexy? Uh, it was a lot of fun to make and a lot of fun to watch and we really hope that you enjoy it. You can subscribe to our channel, you can leave a like, you can let us know in the comments what you think um, or you can contact us. We're going to give you the old social media pipes at the end of the episode. Thanks guys. Love you. I got the smartest cat in the world. <laughs> Enjoy your treat, baby. <laughs> Fuck yeah. That's the best meme. We're back. Sure are. Second half. So, we are going to talk about Joker. We're going to talk about it probably a lot, even though we're deep in time now. Holy shit. <sighs> It'll be cut down. So, if you haven't seen it, and you plan to see it, and you don't want spoilers, stop here. Your program will save your point, and you can listen to it after. <laughs> it's not worth it. As the person who's going to be doing this, it's not worth it to not watch it before we go through it. I agree. Last chance? <laughs> While I yawn. <laughs> Pause. So Joker, I went and saw it on Wednesday. Yeah. What did you think of it? We have differing opinions on this. Well, that's not what you thought about it. I really liked it. <laughs> this is making so much noise. There's ice on the fucking glass. It's like, <laughs> Just leave it in there. It's like having a, a Liberty Bell in the background. Far in the background. So weird. <laughs> I mixed wine with Red Bull. That's what color it goes. Looks like piss. Well, it just looks like wine to me. You could have just told me it was just wine. I would have believed you. Actually, yeah, some wine is that color, but not the kind of wine that I drink, though. The wine that I drink is less yellow than that. All right, classy lassie, how about you? No, I'm not saying that. (laughs) Some very good wines are probably very yellow, but I don't really drink yellow wines because I drink Pinot Grigio and it's not really yellow. I don't drink yellow wines. (laughs) Um, I only drink uh, very pale uh, white yellow wines. Yes, and then a champagne called yellow. (laughs) Yeah, fuck off. It's good shit. 11 bucks a bottle. <laughs> Can't go wrong, mate. That's that's Victoria, mate. Can't go wrong. Yeah, so I really enjoyed it overall. The whole time I felt very, very tense. Well, you have to worry that somebody's going to shoot up the cinema. Oh, my God. I feel embarrassed to say that I was at... Ugh, I don't think I was actually worried about that, but... It's in your brain. To be honest, I'm just constantly terrified wherever I am. Yeah, that's fair. Which I know not is not you, but it's no, fair. it's not a great way to live. But you know, if, it, it always crosses my mind when I'm in a crowded place. I'm like, oh, okay, I could just fucking get shot or run over right now. Yeah, um, like this would be a good place to bomb. Yeah, like after they did that fucking what concert was it? Some crazy person just bombed it when people were leaving. Was it like Ariana Grande or something? And like, yeah, and, she and did, like, she did a concert in L.A., but there, it was a sh- uh, shooter from a hotel room. Was there? Yeah, that shot I people. I don't remember somebody like bombed. As they were coming out. When people were coming out. Yeah, yeah. And then for like a few months after that, we're like, we've got a lot of tickets to things. Mm-mm. And you do worry about it. And like, you know, it's probably not going to happen to you and you really can't live in fear. No, you can't live your life like that. But it's always in the back of my mind, just obviously because I, I worry about everything because I have fucking anxiety problems. So well, yeah, it's definitely something that I think about. And when all this media came out about like people wearing masks at the cinema and like threats, apparently 
in the US they cancelled an entire night of screenings yep. because there was like a threat that there was going to be violence. So when you hear that stuff, like for me, it's very difficult not to think about. Yeah. And so I was a little bit anxious about going to see this movie. Um, when people were like moving around the cinema, were you a bit like, <laughs> like watching them? Uh, I don't know. Once we settled in, like I didn't really think about it anymore, to be honest. Well, that's good. Yeah. I, I got very, very immersed into the movie. So I just kind of forgot about what was going Plus on. Plus you're like, me. oh, we're here now. So whatever happens. happens. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, you know, destiny. Like if I get shot, like yeah, pay for I'll my die, fucking, whatever. I pay for my fucking ticket. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I paid $21 for this fucking bullshit ticket. Yeah. <laughs> okay, the cinemas now are so expensive. I think we talk about this every time we say we go to the movies, but it's so fucking expensive. Yeah, they've got to make all their money back for fucking people pirating it, so... It's literally doubled in price, and that's not even an exaggeration. Yeah. I only moved to Australia, like, 13 years ago. Back then, there's no fucking way you'd be paying $20 for a movie ticket. It's less than a dollar a year. I know, but still. <laughs> anyway... Yeah, I felt quite tense the whole time, not just because of the whole, like, I'm going to die thing, but just because <laughs> of the actual theme of the movie. Like, there wasn't a lot of downtime. The whole thing was, like, very full on. Yeah, the whole thing's intense and then there's more intense parts. But yeah, there was yeah. no, like... No intent. Like, there's no relaxing yeah. bits, yeah. And I guess my other comment would be Joaquin Phoenix, fucking legend. Yep. Love the acting. Yeah, so overall, I really enjoyed it. Nice. And now, Josh, your opinion. So, no, I think that I made a mistake Yeah. Uh, when going into it because I got a lot of ads for it and I paid attention to the ads. If you do that, it might be ruined for you because a lot of them are like, this is a really dangerous film and it's like going to change the world and like change the way that you see things and stuff. And we were discussing that when we came out and I was like, baby, if you're dumb. Mm. maybe if you haven't had like any experiences or whatever yeah. if you live in like a fucking small town in america or something and you don't know that like people are garbage yeah it might teach you some things could don't think i could enjoy it as much as i should have been able to because of that yeah you got wrapped up in the hype too much i was waiting for something yeah like walking is fucking incredible if you want somebody to play a crazy person <laughs> it's walking he lost like a disgusting amount of weight oh my god that was so role. scary like when he's topless and you see his back. Yeah. When he's like I, I saw, pushing his, she's pulling his shoe apart. Yeah. Like I yeah. saw bones in his back that I didn't even knew existed. Like <laughs> it's crazy. But yeah, if you want somebody to play a crazy person, Walking Phoenix is the person to play. Like he was became excellent. a drug addict to play a drug addict. Like he is nuts. What else have I watched with Walking Phoenix? I watched that. Uh, is it she or her? Her. Her. Yeah. That that was a weird movie. He like falls in love with a um. Like AI, basically. Yeah, but he looks like Normal. him in that, how he looks, versus him in this and how he looks like. He looks so different. Yeah. I feel like he's one of those actors that can just look so different in any role he does. Like, he just takes it on and, like, method acting, you know? like Yeah, he's amazing. Yeah. But it costs a toll on him. Yeah. I mean, he must have had to diet so hard to look like that. Oh, yeah. It was pretty bad. <laughs> it wouldn't have been anything. I was reading this article. Sorry to go to K-pop, but... I was reading this article about this woman in K-pop that she only ate chickpeas and drank like soda water for months. So she'd have like a cup of chickpeas and like soda water and that's all she'd ever have. I feel like he'd have to do she's something like alive. that. Yeah, yeah. Because it's because she watched videos of herself and she's like, I look fat. And she didn't look fat. She was like normal. Great. But she wasn't K-pop normal. I, I always feel guilty when I think about that stuff. 
You're supporting it. So. I know. Like, I love K-pop so much and I support it so much. And then all this behind-the-scenes stuff of these idols that have to, like, kill themselves, basically. It's so crazy. Yep. But actors have to do the same thing, but at least that's only for a short period of time. Whereas idols have to look like that 100% of the time. So now Wacken is probably, like, you know, fucking scoffing burgers. He's, like, living his best life. And killing it. Yeah. He's like, oh, I'm 50 kilos. I can put on, like, 30 kilos and still be healthy. <laughs> Well, yeah, if he cuts out smoking all those cigarettes. Oh, man. Yeah, that was crazy. Him watch- Watching him smoke cigarettes was like, I don't know, he just looked so cool. Well, it was back to, like, them not caring. Because for, like, a long period, like, people didn't smoke in movies mm. and stuff. Yeah, you just don't... You don't see characters looking cool and smoking very often anymore. Well, he doesn't look cool. <clears throat> <laughs> he looks fucking insane. <laughs> yeah, but still cool. Like, I was like, fuck yeah, like... When he's walking out of the subway station. Oh, yeah, that's crazy. Like, in his full, you know, Joker get up and he's just, like, you know, strutting his stuff, smoking cigarettes. I was like, that's fucking cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we shouldn't be fucking worried about... We should just be worried about kids picking up smoking and watching Wacken Phoenix and Joker. Yep. <laughs> but yeah, I, I did go into it with, like, too high expectations. Mm. But it was still, like, a, a great movie. I just don't really understand where people were coming from when they were, like... It's so dangerous and it's going to like change the world and it's going to make you really think. And I was mm. just like, didn't, didn't make me really yeah. think. It just sort of was like, well, that's shit. Objectively, there's no way you can say this is a bad movie. No, not really. You cannot. There's only one, one flaw that I found in the movie. Is this the plot hole that you told me about? Well, it's not really like a, it's sort of a plot hole, but it's not. Mm. And it's no, it's not required for the film. But it's one of those, like, I love doing this stuff. Like, I love that stuff. When you just, like, people are like, this movie's amazing. And then you just, like, they would be dead. Or, like, that doesn't make sense. Mm. I love that. That's so f- that's so entertaining to me. <laughs> yeah. As, like, another way to watch, like, watch films. Because, like, so many people are involved. Like, so many. And, like, I know that, like, in everything in life, you have there are points when you're, like, we have to just ignore that. Because, like, that's too difficult. Mm. You have to suspend not, belief kind of thing. And it's not important and stuff. But that is where I fucking thrive in that. <laughs> I know you love that shit. And I'm always so, just like, Josh, calm down. Like, it's a movie, you know? Yeah. It's, not everything's going to make sense. Yeah, exactly. But I, li- I like it. I know. That's your that's your shtick. That's my shtick, mate. So the thing about this is just like what happens between when he's a kid and now. Mm, mm. Because it's like he doesn't have memories of it. It never comes up. They say he was in like a mental institution for a bit before like the, move, the start of the movie. Yeah. And then there's like when he's a kid, you find out this is your fault. We find out that like he was abused and stuff and that he was like adopted by this woman and she's crazy and she goes to like a mental asylum. So what does he do from when he's a kid to now? Yeah. Yeah. Where is he? Yeah. They never explain that. No. Cause he doesn't like get it, go to another home, get adopted. He doesn't like, they don't explain that he went to like another place or, and you can't just keep a kid in a mental institution cause mm. he was abused. That's not how it works, but he still doesn't know that he was adopted. Doesn't know any of this stuff about his mom. Well, and then he's taking care of her, even though she obviously shouldn't be out of the hospital getting taken care of. So I don't really understand, like, what was happening in that middle bit. Maybe he was legit just left with that, like, abusive boyfriend guy. Maybe. While she was in the asylum. And then she was in there for a few years and then just, like, came out and then the boyfriend left. and. Yeah, but it's just not, like... It's not, not explained. Covered. Like, you, you just they kind just of have say, to... say, like, oh, he had a head injury. Make it up in your, in your brain. Yeah, so... So that's why he doesn't remember like all yeah that he doesn't stuff. remember, he doesn't remember any of that stuff yeah he doesn't remember so anything. I assume that they're just like yeah head injury done mm-hmm. but yeah I just don't understand how they got back to that point but that's the yeah. only problem I had with the you're, movie you're just left kind of like 
because it's a very interesting part of the story. Like you kind of want to know. Yeah. It's not one of those things that you don't think about. No. It's something that comes to your mind. You're like, oh, that would actually be really interesting to like delve into that a little bit more. Yeah. But they, I mean, I guess they just don't really have time to. It's not really, it doesn't change the outcome of the. <clears throat> no, no. Say where he was for a few years. I think it's just us being like, you know, we're, we're into like, well, you're into comics and origin stories and superheroes and villains and stuff. And you want to know those kind of details because that's just how we are. Yeah. I think the average watcher probably wouldn't really care, but yeah, we're all about origin stories and details and stuff. So it's just that they didn't even, they didn't even do the lazy thing. They didn't even go, Oh, he just bounced around from like foster parent to foster home, home, not getting adopted because he's crazy. Yeah. And they didn't do, they didn't even do that. They mm. were just like, he was a kid and now he's old. Mm, and mm. you're like, well, how did he get old? What the fuck are you talking about? Do we want to do IMDb on this? Yeah, why not? Oh, I have a question, actually. Yes. You know, um, when he's watching that night show host yeah. on TV, mm-hmm. is the guy on the TV Robert De Niro? Yeah. Because it doesn't look like him when he's watching it on TV. And then you see... Like, when he meets him in real person, I'm like, oh, my God, it's Robert De Niro. Like, I didn't even know that that was him until he... <laughs> really? Yeah, I didn't even know until he met him in real person. I was like, holy shit, it's Robert De Niro. It looks and sounds like Robert De Niro. I don't know what was going on with me. Like, it was it was super weird. Like, I was just, like, shocked. All right. So, oh, fuck. Okay. <laughs> Do you want to have a little guess? So, was it, like, 9.4? No, no, that's extremely high. There's no way it would be that high, but... It is probably one of the highest IMDb ratings I've ever seen. It was an 8.9. Yes. There you go. That's fucking high. From 260,000 or almost 262,000 reviews. Yeah. That is incredible. But we had a discussion about the rating thing. Mm-hmm. So because of the way that it was advertised, that it was going to be like a revolutionary film, a lot of reviewers are like really cut. Down the middle about yeah, it. So yeah, some yeah. of them are like, this is just a fucking movie. It's been pretty mixed. Yeah, it's been super mixed. With critics. With critics, yeah. So people whose opinions, I don't want to say matter, <laughs> but you know what I mean. Like, yeah, yeah. People who ha- have a profession of being a critic because of that. Well, I mean, the people who make the movie probably don't give a shit about critics. They only care about the fucking viewers, right? Well, I mean, critics is pretty important because they're the ones who actually have like, you know, articles and make videos and do all that sort of shit. But. Okay, okay, okay. That's. That's pretty mixed. A general response from viewers seems to be pretty high. Yeah, it seems to be very positive. And I don't know if that is because of the advertising that they did for their own movie. Mm. It's just like, this is a life-changing movie and like it means so much. And then you get out of it and you're like, I don't understand why. But everybody's saying that because that's what they were told to say. So you have to agree. So you have to... yeah, you have to agree to that. So you have so you to don't write your thing stupid. based on being like, oh, yeah. I totally understand what the mm, movie was mm, going mm. for. Like, 100%, I'm so smart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a big thing with 10 out of 10, you. five stars. And you're like, no. <laughs> just an interesting point here. So I just looked at IMDb before, but now I've got, like, the full thing. Rotten Tomatoes, 68%. So Rotten Tomatoes is a mixture of critics and viewers, right? Yeah. And Metacritic, do you know exactly just what? Just viewers? I'm not exactly sure because it's pretty low. It's 58% for Metacritic. Oh. But I'm I not... I thought Rotten Tomatoes... Yeah, Rotten Tomatoes is the combo one. Yeah, I'm not entirely sure on what Metacritic actually is. Wait, hold on. Here we go. 59 based on 58 critic reviews. Yeah. 
9.3 based on 3,335 user ratings. So again, critics and general viewers seem to be quite different. Yeah. Critics are definitely very split. Viewers seem to be just into it yeah. in general, which I'm not surprised about, to be honest. Well, maybe they're just sick of the fucking Marvel superhero thing. Marvel? Books, come on. Come on. DC! No, what I'm saying is maybe they're sick of the Marvel superhero thing. Colourful and happy and like boom, mm, boom, boom mm. and like heaps of effects yeah. and shit. DC's always dark. I, yeah. This isn't even a DC movie, is it? Like... Like it's an association with. Do you know what I mean? Like I don't think they made it. No, it yeah. was other studios that did yeah, it. I'm pretty but sure. Like DC's gritty is like still pretty cartoonish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is full gritty. Like yes, because yeah, DC did their version of Gritty Joker, and it was mm. Heath Ledger, and it oh was my amazing. God, it was fucking incredible. Yeah. It was amazing. But this is like real life gritty. This is not like he fell into a vat of bleach and like you know, he's a crazy oh person. This is like the social. Yeah. <laughs> This is like the socioeconomic version of oh, why Joke is a crazy person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the whole rebellion, like against, um, you know, what he thinks he deserves sort of thing. But it's not even that. He's... That's the other thing we have to talk about is like the mixed messages. Yeah. So let's move on to that then. So he's uh, crazy. Like no... You use, you use crazy so much and like <sighs> you probably shouldn't. Because... I, know that it's, I know that it's bad to use. The, the Joker character is the epitome of crazy. So like he's a does does things for no reason. Yes. Not even like yes. there's no like all these things are so totally complicated and like insane. No reason. And they no take rhyme. so much planning, but he's yeah. got literally no reason. And yes. that's why he yes. is for, like formidable, because you don't yeah. know why he's doing what he's doing or what he's gonna do. He's very unpredictable and so that it makes him one of the most dangerous villains. Like yeah. he's got no reason in so comics. You can't work it out. Yeah. But in this he has a lot of mental issues. He stops taking a lot of his medication. So what is his actual Well he's got like diagnosis. Well they say that he's got like that thing where he laughs at inappropriate times, but you don't know whether or that that's actually like mm. a thing. But they put it all down to mental illness. They're it's like, like here's a person who's mentally ill, who's like isolated. It's extreme depression, I think. Yeah. I think that's what he has. Yeah, probably. Because all but he, he talks about like... is just feeling nothing and not wanting to live, basically. and But there's other things because he also, like, working hallucinates. into the weird incel thing. Yeah, he hallucinates his yeah. girlfriend. So maybe, yeah, schizophrenia with depression. Yeah, so he's got, like, a mix of mental illnesses. People idolise him for that, but they're not, like, they idolise a message that they take. He shoots three people dressed like a clown because he is professionally a clown, but society takes from that what they want mm. and they take a message that they've invented, not that he ever said or anything ever happened, just like he got attacked on the train and had a gun. But they took that as like something else. That's a very important point. Yeah. But he's taking it as like they understand what I'm doing and what I'm saying. Yeah. Things, but, but they, they don't. don't. They're twisting it yeah. into what they so want. They twist it into what they want, but he is mentally ill, so he believes that they understand him. Mm. Mm. And no, that's, that's like, very important. Yeah, that's like the biggest facet of the whole thing yeah it's just like he's bouncing off them and they're bouncing off him but they're only taking from it what they want yeah which it, is and like it's... well sorry that was like what i thought they were trying to say when they were like this movie will like change the world and stuff and it's like but i know that that's gonna happen everybody does that all the time yeah if yeah, you're yeah. not really specific people will take from whatever whatever they want it happens all the time in media like something will happen and they twist it into something to like fit their agenda yeah sell more newspapers and shit yeah and that's what it's all about it's like you know a shooting 
happens at a school. Like I know I keep saying that example, but it's like that's the most common example now. Yeah, and then they turn into something. It's not like some kind of religious thing or some kind of like mental illness thing. Like they just kind of twist it into whatever kind of narrative they want it to fit to like scaremonger and sell papers. Exactly. And that's I, I thought that was actually a good element of the film. Like yeah. a lot of the other messages were kind of a bit weak. But, yeah, but that, that one was that one's, probably the best. But I think that's also the movie has left it so that all the messages are really weak. There's too many messages. And you we have said to, yeah, that. And you have to take from it whatever you want to take yeah. from it. And that's why everybody seems like feels like they feel so smart. Yeah. Because they worked out what the movie is trying to say. Yeah. And you're like, the movie doesn't actively say anything. It's just telling you like different things that happen and you have to infer from that what you want. And based on that you feel smart or whatever. Because now I think you need to take into account with anything that's made, how people are going to argue about it on the internet. Mm-mm, definitely. And if you can how make to people, get buzz. Ar- yeah, if you can make people argue about what the point of the mm-hmm, movie is mm-hmm. on the internet, then it's going to get like spoken about more and more people are going to go see it. Cause there was money. so many different things. Like everyone in the movie had a different angle. Yeah. And that's what real life is like, which is kind of cool. Yeah. Cause um, it's like his mum is deluded into thinking that like the Wayne is like his dad, even though it definitely isn't. Yeah. So like, no, that's not a thing. No, that becomes a facet. I mean, that's not like, canon at all. No, but then he becomes like abusive, like punches him in the face. Like it's totally abusive towards him and shit. Yeah. Imagine that though. Like if, um, Batman and Joker were actual like half brothers, that'd yeah. be insane fanfic. <laughs> but also because of his mental state and all the things that happen, he still isn't going to like him. I'm still going to be against him. Yeah, for sure. So on that note, like I thought all the kind of like the really aggressive Batman, Batman stuff, yeah. feed in shit was it, really it was, unnecessary. It felt forced. Yeah. They're like, oh, you know, this is a Joker movie. We better put some Batman in here for like fans. So that people service. know that it's actually the same yeah. movie. Yeah. And it just, it seemed like a bit of a disconnect to me. Like I didn't, I didn't mind all the stuff like when he went to the Wayne's house and was like talking to like young Bruce, like that was fine. But the whole end scene with them getting shot in the alley and yeah, I thought it was a bit much, like a bit overkill. It's like, okay, like everyone knows what happened. We don't need to see it again. We don't need to see it in this movie. Like it's not about Batman. We don't give a shit about Batman. Yeah. But now it takes a different view. Like he caused it. I guess. I guess. But it was an interesting way to go. And I guess that this version of Joker it's from a comic, right? I haven't read this one, but I assume it is. Because I'm wondering if that all comes from the comic, like the whole causation of him starting the riot and the Waynes getting shot. Like, is that canon there's, in that comic? Like, I don't know. Ver- there's probably a version of Batman where yeah. it's canon. Because they change it all the time. For sure. Because his initiation story has like 20 different mm. versions. I don't have a problem with that. Like, it's fine. This one was pretty fucking cool. Yeah. I really like this whole origin story. I think they, they do have like the, the superhero ones and then they have the more realistic trying yeah, to explain yeah. them once. This is definitely more real life, more realistic, less comic booky, less like crazy. Yeah. It's very crazy, but I mean yeah. like out of a realistic realm. Yeah. It's not like that. Yeah. I feel like I have yeah, something else to say. Cause Gotham, topic. like Arkham Asylum isn't a fucking like castle on a hill. It's a fucking, it's, <laughs> it's a just hospital. a hospital. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it was kind of nice to see a more realistic version of Gotham where it's just like an, a regular city. Yeah, but it's like, it's still plagued with like all the crime and stuff. But then mm. at least they, they also try to explain that instead. Because like normally Gotham is just like, yeah, it's crime ridden because mm. it's fucked there. Yeah. And you're like, why? Yeah. Because like there's only poor people and there's only rich people. Like, is that 
is that enough? But now it's like, oh yeah, the there's trash everywhere because it's all fucked. Yeah, yeah. And like, you know, this person with all the money is trying to like run for mayor and make decisions for people who like can't get jobs. Yeah. Of course there's crime because nobody's employed. At for least sure. they explain it. Yeah. And it really works like in the realm of the story. I did really like that realistic aspect of it. Because usually you do have to suspend a lot of like disbelief about Gotham. Yeah. But in this... Like yeah, a fucking water fr- a waterfront city with skyscrapers <laughs> and like an unbelievable amount of crime mm. and nobody does anything about it. So they yeah. need a fucking millionaire in a, <laughs> in a, bat, in a suit. bat suit to fight. Like, no. Yeah. And I, I know we're, we're definitely not going to get any kind of sequel to this. This is a 100% standalone movie. Yeah, but maybe they're going to make other ones. I mean, it would be... It made me kind of want another one. Like, yeah. If they made like a Scarecrow one, okay. I'll watch that. Okay. Because that would be fucking... As like an origin thing, like this Joker movie? Yeah. Just completely focused on him? Yeah. Okay. Because Scarecrow's like fucking... Whoa. <laughs> Look, I'm just happy for any kind of superhero movie. Like I'm a massive like... Nerd. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say whore and then I'm like, that's gross. Yeah, that's rough. Um, <laughs> But, yeah, I, you know, people complain, oh, there's too many superhero movies. Oh, no, there's not. Villain. No, there's not. <laughs> Fucking give them to me. Like, I don't give a shit. Yeah. Marvel, if if there was a new Marvel movie every three months, I would pay and go and see it. I don't give a shit. <sighs> that's right. Marvel's fun and DC make movies. Yeah. And that's what you got to sort of understand. Incredible. Do you reckon this is going to win, like, any awards? I mean, probably. Because it's, peg- f- it's pegged for, like, award season, you know? Like- yeah, but it'll win it in, like, the wanky way. Because mm. all the awards are just for wanky stuff. Wacken Phoenix deserves, like, best actor for this film, man. Yeah. It's fucking sick. But when's, like, award time? I don't know when the Oscars are, but I that's don't... the thing. Like, you, there's, like, four or five movies that'll come out, like, two weeks before or two yeah. weeks after, and they always win everything. Yeah. Because just like they're the, just making them to win the, the, the awards. Ta- the Taste of Water. Whatever that The Taste means. of Water. <laughs> What's that movie called? I don't fucking know. She sucks his fish. Duke? No. That's weird as. <laughs> Him in the shape of water. Shape of water. Taste of water. The taste of water. S- <laughs> sunlight. I don't know. Moon. Moonlight. <laughs> <laughs> You're killing this. Yeah. What's the other one? <laughs> I don't know. Do Re Me Land. Dada Land. Dada. <laughs> Data Land. About, about spreadsheet destroyers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a good movie. It did have too many messages. But I think that those are all trying to make people feel smart. Like, I don't feel like they were put in there to, like, make it a good movie. Because the way that they presented all of those things was, like, really different. And then his yeah. speech, like... Yeah, I want to talk about the speech. sense. Like, it didn't make any sense. It like, was also very full on and um, like quite the scene I feel like wasn't shot super well where it was like hard to kind of pick up exactly what he was saying because they tried to make it way more intense than it was. Like They tried to make it intense, but with the same, they tried to use like the same cameras they would use in the show. Yeah. It, it, so it came off kind of weird. It did come off really And weird. less um, impactful than it could have, I think. Well, they couldn't use like the same camera angles and stuff because yeah. they were obviously trying to film it like it was yeah, on TV. Yeah. And I think one of the other messages that we haven't really talked about yet that they tried to portray was the whole fact that governments don't spend enough money on, on mental, mental health. health programs. Yeah. I think that was supposed to be like a big like revelation moment, like... 
because his line mental before, health is just as important as actual physical health because yeah. it can cause damage to you and other people. Yes, it fucking can. Obviously, it fucking yeah, can. We already know <laughs> this because the line <laughs> he says. The line he says before he kills like the the host is something like, "What do you get when you cross a mentally ill person with a government that doesn't fucking care?" And then he's like, "Bam!" and like kills the guy. Yeah. And that's supposed to be his big comment on like. And obviously I totally agree. Like people should be spending, like government should be spending more on mental health, but they don't. Everyone fucking knows that already though. And I don't understand where people are getting these like life changing moments and thoughts from because literally everything that they said in this film, I already know. I already know about this whole mental health thing. I already know about like gun control. I already know about the media, like fucking up messages. What are people being enlightened by in this film it's it's all shit we already fucking know yeah but maybe there are that's what i'm saying like if you're from like a small rural town somewhere maybe you don't know that but i know and you have to kind of think about that and i'm glad that if people don't know this stuff that they're learning this from this movie yeah everyone should know this stuff it does have like messages that are important definitely but they are like you should know this as like an adult you think so (laughs) you think so yeah you should understand. You should be able to... You should have met enough people in your life to be empathetic enough to understand that, like, people with mental health issues need help. Mm. And, like, not everything that you hear in the media is 100% true. We all know... Well, you think. We all know this, but not everyone does, I guess. Yeah. I mean, I can attest to even, like, the increase in um, mental health care stuff. Like, since I started... God, this is getting so personal. Should I talk about this? It's up to you, mate. It's your story. Even since I started like going and talking to a psychologist, the price has gone up significantly. I think when I started going a couple of years ago, it was like $160 a session. And you get money back on Medicare, right? Or your private health insurance. It was about $160 when I started. Then it went up to like $170. And then it went to like $175. And now it's literally $190, almost $200 for an hour session with a psychologist. But do you think that that's a positive thing? I mean, not for you directly, but doesn't that mean that they're more in demand, which means that more people are going? I don't know. I'm just worried that it's because there's not enough government subsidies. Well, it's also definitely that. But you can get like, they have if you to go charge to a doctor, more to you make can money. get a few free sessions or whatever to get you into it to find out if it's what you want you to pay can't, for. You can't even though, like you get reduced price sessions, but you always have to pay to go and see a psychologist. I thought you got like a in, few in my, uh, I think in maybe my experience, if, I'm not sure, like but really... I think maybe if you're on Centrelink or something like that, you might be able to get free sessions. Oh, okay. But if you know you're you've got a job and you're making money, you do get reduced sessions. But even when I go, I think I only get like eighty dollars back or something. So I'm still paying like a hundred dollars or more per hour. Yeah. Which is not accessible for everyone well, at yeah, all. It shouldn't be a mental health shouldn't be a rich person it's, thing. Yeah, it's really not accessible for like a lot of the population, which is fucking sad. Um, but maybe that's where the shift Yeah. All these shifts and shit take time. So it's like you pay psychologists more, which means more people want to be psychologists, which means that like it'll become more available. You like become more available, yeah. I'm sure there's probably places where you can get like good help for a lot cheaper. Like, obviously, I'm going to, like, a private clinic in fucking Brunswick. Yeah, but now like, you can a first get, like, world bitch. Now you can get apps <laughs> on your phone where you can, like, text the psychologist. That's or true. Like, all that stuff is really great. But that all comes from, you know, donations and shit. Like, 
Yeah. If people don't put this high up in their priorities, it's it's going to die. Mental health and global warming. <laughs> yep. Why are these things in question? But back to the film. <laughs> yeah, it's getting super personal. <laughs> Sunday afternoon, what's up? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Like, I, I can't attest to the importance of the movie. Like, I, 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 don't, I don't know if there's, like, a lot of places where this stuff isn't really obvious or, like, there's a lot of people who need their minds changed that would actually watch this film. Because mm. it's going to be, like everywhere so at least everybody's gonna see the movie you know what i mean yeah so at least they can try mm. this movie's made millions of dollars yeah let's go on to the incel part yeah because i didn't really you told me about this beforehand and i was like oh what like that that's a part of it and when i watched the movie i was like oh, i can kind of see it but it seemed a little bit of a stretch i think you, that... you explain what you think I think that, yeah, it was imposed on the film by something else. Yeah. Do you want to just quickly explain, like, what an incel is? In so, incel is, like, involuntary celibate. Yeah. So, it's, like, a person who's forced to be celibate because they're a bad person, basically. Is sort and of they the think, think it's, it's like, because, women's like, fault. Yeah, they blame women. Yeah. Because they're, like, oh, hot women don't want to be with me. And it's, like, well, you only go after yeah. hot women and you, like, don't shower and you're, like, overweight. And, you, and you're a terrible person. A Your personality person. sucks. Yeah. yeah. And you just like a creepy and like yeah. that kind of stuff. That's like an extreme version of it. But mm. there's a lot of like. There's a lot that. of men that attest yeah. to this kind of stuff. Exactly. Like, yeah. And then you've got like, now you've got go your own way, which is like an extreme version of that, which is like, I don't know, just a bunch of dudes who think that way a hundred percent of the time. They're just like, it's all society. And like, they're forcing me to like, not be able to live my life and stuff. Instead of being like, you're actually just a terrible human. Yeah. I don't really understand where this movie and that overlap. Because, like, yeah, he lives with his mum, but he takes care of her because she's got a mental illness. He doesn't, like, live in her house for free and shit. Yes, he imagines that he's he dates the hottest woman in the movie. She's the only woman in the movie. Apart from his mum, yeah, Apart pretty from much, his yeah. Like, who else is he supposed to date other than this attractive person? It's the only person you brought into the film. He imagines it. Because he's got mental health issues, not because he's an incel, not because he's a creepy dude, just because of his mental health situation. Whereas incels are not usually related to mental health, so I don't really understand where Mm. the overlap is. But the other thing is I mean, they should be because they're fucked in the head, but... Yeah, but they're not fucked in the head because they've got problems. They're fucked in the head because they decide that, like, this is the way that society should be or whatever, like, you know, women should bow to me and, like, Mm -hmm. you know, just do Mm -hmm. what I want and shit. Where it overlaps in the, like, advert- I I want to call it advertising. Because, yes, there was, like, threats that, like, incels would, like, shoot up the fucking movie theatres and do all this sort of stuff. But that's also, like, that would make people pay attention. you just, like, this movie's so important that, like, people are going to shoot up the cinema. Be like, well, obviously I have to fucking watch the movie. So you think it's a marketing ploy? I, I feel like it might. I'm not saying it is, but it might somewhat be a marketing Yeah, ploy. right. Because, like... I didn't relate this to incels at all. So either actual incels are taking offense to something that has nothing to do with them, because how could you see a parallel in your Mm. life between your Mm. life and the Joker's life? I really didn't see it. You can't see that. When you told me beforehand that this was like, you know, it's making incels unite and rise up. I I was like, oh, that's pretty fucking weird. Like what's going to happen in this movie? And then I watched the movie and I was like, that had nothing to do with incels. Yes. Because it wasn't like he went to this girl and he was a creep and she was like, no, you're a creep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
he just like, imagined everything. It wasn't like he was like a super hot guy and just like, you know, he was super nice to her and like gave her everything she wanted. And then she was like, oh, fuck you. No, he imagined it all. Mm. Mm. None of it happened. Yeah. Like they had one interaction. I still don't know if it's a real interaction or not in the like elevator. Would have been the only real I interaction. I think that was the only real interaction, yes. If there was an interaction at all. Yes. They could have just not even spoken in the elevator and we, we don't know. Yeah. That wasn't told explicitly. Not at all. So it doesn't line up at all. Mm. I don't know how you could say that this, oh, this is my life. This is the same as me. Yeah. No. So I feel like part of it might be marketing. Maybe, And then it's like, oh, people are going to shoot up the cinema and you're like, well, they would have done it on opening weekend. So I can go Friday onwards. Yeah. I mean, nothing actually happened in terms of that. There was the threat that I talked about before, but nothing actually happened. Yeah. um, Thankfully. Yeah, I guess you always go into anything with the same kind of risk of anything happening. Exactly. You go to fucking JoJo's go to, go concert to, and yeah, yeah. you have the same risk of being yeah. shut up as going anywhere else. You so. go to a concert, you go to a festival, you go to like a New Year's Eve party. Yeah, if someone's going to do some... Go to the city sh- any day. Yeah, like, if someone's going to do some shit, they're going to do gonna some shit. It's going to happen. Yeah. And if you you're caught up in it... Like that. Yeah, if you're caught up in it, that's just bad luck. Wow. No, I'm, <laughs> but, I'm but sorry, but you're, like, you're that's right. The thing. You're right, but you, there's the way you see. You're like, that just sucks for you, bitch. <laughs> like, <laughs> but it's it's it is true. That's like the world we live in. Yeah. And the anything thing is that, can happen to anyone at any time. Basically, all this shit's been happening forever, mm-hmm. forever. It's just that now you can see it on television and on the internet because it gets companies money. Yep. <laughs> like the same. <laughs> I did not associate the Joker movie. If I didn't hear anything about it and I watched it and then somebody was like, oh, yeah, it's making incels angry, I would have been like, why? Yeah, it didn't make sense to me. No. it, No relation at all. Don't know where that came from. That's why I feel like it's a marketing thing. Is there anything else you want to talk about in general discussion about this film? It was, it was a good movie, but they might be ruining their own movie by the way that they're trying to sell it. Better than Jared Leto, right? Of course, better than Jared Leto. They're, like, um, come on. They're bringing out that Harley Quinn movie. Birds of Prey. Yeah. Yeah. Harley um, and her group. I really don't... Like, I wouldn't go and see it in the cinema. No, oh God, no, no fucking way. So bad. No way. But I would def- I'm definitely going to watch it. We'll watch it eventually, but I will not watch it in the cinema. No. I can't deal with another Suicide Squad fucking disaster. Yeah. <laughs> God, that movie is... Oof. It is. And it, I mean, it's, it's Margot Robbie's Harley, so it's the same. I have no thing. problem with Margot Robbie, and I don't think she did a super bad job as Harley Quinn. It was more just the movie and the script and. All of it. Basically, all of it. Yeah, the script was fucking horrible. It was dog shit, wasn't and it? And I don't feel like the script for Birds of Prey is going to be any better. It's probably going to be no. fucking worse. Well, the it's probably going to be look- more like sexist and more fucking just. Yeah. The ads make it look the same. Like it feel it's filmed the same and it's lit the same. Yeah, fuck. So I feel like it's gonna be made by like basically the same people, which means that it's gonna be just as fucking awful. And they'll still make millions of dollars. Yeah, because because people love a train wreck, mate. And people love Margot Robbie dressed up as fucking Harley Quinn. Yeah. They'd be like, Oh, is there gonna be a bit where she takes the top off again? Yeah. Oh, are we gonna see our ass cheeks in every scene? Yeah. (laughs) Jesus Christ, man. Yeah, so it'll make millions of dollars. Um, so should we just go for like an overall rating for this? You I reckon? think we should just go okay, for it. Okay, I really have to think about this for a second. Because, well, let's talk through it. So put all the things into overall rating. So the plot, not a lot happens, mm. you know? I think I've decided. And then characters are amazing. It's mainly just liking being amazing. So good. 
uh, how that it makes looks. the film. Yeah, how it, lo- it looks great. Mm, no doubt. Like there's no, I had no concerns with how it looked. It, dark gritty. Yeah, it did the shit. dark gritty thing well, and didn't go like over the top. And then, yeah, overall, what would you give it? I'm gonna go eight and a half. I don't know what I'm gonna do. <laughs> I feel like no matter what I do, it's gonna be unfair. Because of the situation I was in when I watched it. Yeah, sure. Like, it's not a groundbreaking movie. It's not, like, amazing. It would have been better if you just went into it without reading articles and watching shit and, like... Yeah, but even even just the short ads for the movie are just the scene where he dances down the stairs and then them just, like, sh- like this is all the things that people have said about it. The trailers were very amazing, to be honest. Yeah. The trailers were sick. The trailers were one of the best things I've ever seen. Yeah. If you took out, like, all of the things people had said about it, I probably would have had a better time. Yeah, yeah. I, I reckon. I would probably give it, like, taking into account the fact that I thought it was going to be something it wasn't. <laughs> That's my drum roll. <laughs> that was shit. <laughs> what drums are those? Like, uh, Jamaican... Just tell me. I want to know. Jamaican steel drums. I'll give it a seven. Ooh. Imagine the movie without walking. And you tell me that a seven's not fair. I don't want to imagine it without him. There you go. <laughs> the movie without him may not have been anything at all. It might have been a straight-to-TV film. Totes. I don't doubt it. Yeah. One of DC's many, many straight-to-DVD cartoon <laughs> films. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I'll have to give it a seven. And most of that is for Joaquin because he is sick. No, I think I kind of expected that from you. Yeah. Did you expect eight and a half from me? I probably expected, yeah, at least eight and a half. Yeah, cool. After I thought about it a bit more. Like after I, while I was watching it, I was thinking, yeah, nine, nine and a half. And <laughs> no, then, no, 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 yeah. no. And then afterwards when I started thinking about it, I was like, oh, I think I did just get a little bit like wrapped up in the hype. And when I thought about it properly, I was like, yeah, eight and a half. Yeah. I think eight and a half is fair for me. They, I really enjoyed it overall. They've done a good job in I'd making it again. get wrapped up in the hype. I would literally watch it again. Yeah, but only on DVD. Yeah, and I only once. I would go and watch it in the cinema again. <laughs> yeah, I'd probably watch it one more time on DVD and that would be it. Yeah. Um, whereas something like The Dark Knight, I could watch that a million I'll, times over. I've watched over. it like 10 times. Yeah, I could watch it a million times over and I get sick of it, so. So that's the end, we did it. Woo! Long episode. Go and watch both of these things. Yeah, totally. Recommend them, both of them. Yep, if you made it to the end. Congratulations. Know. Yeah, should we do like one of those leave a weird comment thing? If you made it to the end of this podcast, you should go to our video on YouTube and leave a sexy comment. Leave a sexy comment. <laughs> One sexy comment equals. One sexy comment. <laughs> <laughs> Boom. Nailed it. Killed it. Every time. If you want to contact us, we are on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. Uh, just search Pilot Era Podcast or Pilot Era Pod. You'll find us there. We're everywhere, mate. Yep. We're killing it. Look for the green PE. Yep. And please watch our new video because we're really proud of it. So we will uh, talk to you next time. Bye. 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 <laughs> <laughs>